Hey everybody, this is Kevin Clark with Valpoint Real Estate and Development from Fairhope, Alabama, ready to give you another great episode of Decoding Real Estate in Baldwin County, Alabama. Well, I decided that it would be good to talk about when you're looking for a really good seller's agent. That could be a realtor uh, agent that is going to be helping you find your next home and possibly selling your next home. So what should a seller's agent do for you? Well, there's a lot of things, but what should you look for as a customer who has a home they want to sell and they need a really good selling agent? Well, there's a few items I think would be good to go over, sort of help you get your sort of idea of what we're doing when we are agents and what you should look for as far as a seller, a client of that agent to know what should be done on your behalf. One of the first things I always say is, are they market savvy? Do they know the marketplace that you are going to be in looking for a home? Many people, they're very local. They've lived in the area. Some are transplants. Some people moved there. Some people have relocated halfway across the country and are now an agent in your area. And many of them are new to the area, but they have a ton of experience. So a new agent who is new to that area, who represents sellers, they can be new to the area, but still have a tremendous amount of market savvy based on their prior experience. Now for someone who grew up in that area and who has been an agent for a period of time in that area and has done transactions representing sellers, they're going to know the marketplace. They're going to know the communities. They're going to know that particular market's quirks, its difficulties, its benefits, and all the things that you may find to be important. Schools, neighborhoods, being close to certain community organizations such as churches, malls, other things, grocery stores. These all are important to people. They want convenience. They want a locale where they're going to feel comfortable to find the right kind of home in the right kind of neighborhoods if there are subdivisions involved, either new or existing. And what's the transportation like? Do they drive some distance, such as they live in Baldwin County, but they travel over Interstate 10 to go to Mobile, which is, you know, 12, 15 miles away. So what's the transportation arteries like? How do they get around? And how convenient are certain places? A lot of people like to be able to get to the grocery store, especially if they have a growing family. Those kids can sure eat a lot. I remember when our kids were younger, they put away a lot of food. I did too. But that's another story. (laughs) The reality is, are the coffee shops close by? What about laundry? What about... Going to Walmart, Staples, uh, Costco, whatever the case may be, movie theaters, you know, convenience stores, Walmarts, you know, Walgreens, you know, any of the th- Ace Hardware, the things that you need to find to run your life, and what are the job opportunities like? What are the uh, size of the communities? All these things, if they know the market really well, that's going to really help. Now, here's the other thing. Do these people who are your agents, you know, the realtor, do they know how to data mine or at least get information on the neighborhoods, 
buyers and sellers, the statistics, the MLS, multiple listing services, can they find the information and data that you may want to know about? Crime statistics, if that's important to you. And again, when they're looking for a market savvy, there's a lot of information and data points that they may want to bring to bear, including the cost of loans in the area. Who are the people you should bring these uh, mortgage questions to? The next thing I talk about is, do they have a marketing plan? Now, again, I always recommend interviewing at least three realtor agents. Find the person that's got the proper experience level, knows the market area, the neighborhoods, or the particular region that you're involved in where you're going to be looking for a home and make sure that they are going to put together a marketing plan. How are you going to sell the house? You just don't, like the old days, you stick up a sign, you wait. It doesn't work that way anymore. Things go on the multiple listing service, which is basically an electronic database that goes out into the world to other agents and then gets syndicated or republished by Realtor.com, Redfin, Trulia, Zillow, all these. I remember when we were with uh, these larger uh, brokerage companies, they would harp on the fact that our MLS listings, and they say it even at the local boards, will go out to three, 400 different other sites that syndicate all that information out so that all these other resources have the ability to provide that information to the public. And then, of course, they have attended advertising so that when you're looking around, maybe you see something that is of interest to you. And that's how they make their money. They also provide a great service for the public because the public can't necessarily see what's on the multiple listing service directly. They need a realtor agent for that. But the information is out there for everybody to see. You just have to know where to look and how savvy you are being able to do that. And do they have a marketing plan of how they're going to market your property? What are they going to do to get out there? A lot of people are really strong with social media, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all these things. I mean, my partner is the best at it. She's one of these e-pros who knows all of that stuff. I know it's important. Email blasts and all the marketing that goes into putting a home out there. You just don't stick it on the MLS and throw a sign in the ground. There's so much more that's involved. And that's something you want to make sure they talk about so you know they're going to give you the best exposure. The more eyes you have on a property, the more chances to get the right offer to get you the maximum price you deserve for your property in the fastest amount of time with the best terms and conditions. Now, is the agent full-time or part-time? Most people say it's better to have a full-time agent. And maybe that's true. But there are a lot of young agents or agents who are in a second career who have a lot of life experience or very dedicated, hardworking that maybe don't have the level of transactions under their belt that other agents who've been doing this for a long time have or they're doing it part time because many times they have to transition into this. They just can't quit their job and have no income coming in. They want to be able to balance that fine line so they can get the experience, start building up a war chest of money and start making sure that it's going to be a career that they can enjoy and prosper in. And that's understandable. So is it better to have a full-time agent? Probably, but part-time agents can be a fantastic resource. And if they interview well with you, have a a small or large firm that has their back and gives them all the resources they need to be the best agent possible and give you the best representation possible, if you are a good fit for them, there's nothing wrong with going with a part-time agent. Full-time agents, a lot of times, are viewed as being better, but it's about the person. And if you can have a full-time agent that doesn't do anything, and you can have a part-time agent 
that breaks their back for you and gets you the results you need. So interview, interview, interview. Now, that dovetails into, do they have the technology to be able to get the job done? Many, many of these agents have their own websites, their own customer uh, management services, CRMs, relation management you know, programs. They have all the software to be able to handle all the document processing, the, all the advertising, all the marketing materials, all the electronic software that is out there for them to be able to get the job done as efficiently and as professionally as possible. So you need to find out that do they have those types of tools. And I think it's important to find out if they do. Because most of these people do have, you know, Word. They have Microsoft Word and Office. They've got their uh, what we call Dot Loop or DocuSign or all the document management. They have all the resources with their firm usually. Well, the brokers or mentors, they're going to be able to give them the advice they need. They're going to know how to fill out the documents, get them done, get them in your hand, get them processed efficiently, professionally, and get things done the way a professional agent should get them done for you. So that when they're representing you with your listing, you know when something needs to happen, it's going to be professionally done in the most cutting edge technology that's available. Now, a lot of times you're going to look to an agent for referrals of other professionals in the industry, mortgage banking, mortgage broker, an inspection company, you're going to have maybe title, you're going to have to consider you're going to have to worry about roofers or inspectors or all these things that are going to be important for you to be able to navigate the transaction. And they should have this cadre or this list of resources of other professionals in the industry that are going to be involved in this transaction intimately. And they need to be able to have those people that have they have had a relationship or if they don't have a relationship with a particular resource, they need to be able to talk to somebody about getting that resource or interviewing people who are going to be able to provide them with that service so that you know that if you say we need an inspector, they're going to have a list of inspectors they've used in the past or they're going to have a list of inspectors that are firm has used in the past or that a fellow agent has said, this is a really good resource for home inspections. You should talk to them. And again, it's about interviewing. That's something the agent should be able to do on their behalf. And then the ultimately, the decision is yours which resource you should use for loans, for any kind of issues regarding inspections, title, insurance on your property. You have to have insurance most of the time unless you're paying cash. Even if you're paying cash, you're going to want to have homeowner's insurance. Homeowner's insurance is a valuable, important thing. And there are issues that can come up with any of these resources. And you want to make sure that your agent that you have chosen has the largest list of qualified professional resources that can come to bear when you have a question regarding or a transaction issue that comes up that you need to have that inspector or you need to have a contractor come in and look at the roof or look at the plumbing or see if this item or that item can be fixed or if not, how much will it cost and what kind of terms and conditions can you negotiate in that transaction to make up for that deficiency if there is one. <coughs> now, you've got to also consider what is their level of experience. <coughs> Excuse me. As I said before, you've got to be able to either decide if they're going to be part-time or full-time. But again, that doesn't necessarily tell you the level of their experience. 
they've got to be able to have experience, not necessarily as being an agent, but let's say they were a title, a closing agent with a title company, or they worked for a title company in some other capacity, or maybe they were uh, working with one of their relatives as a part-time person in their brokerage company selling real estate. Maybe they just handled the receptionist job or they worked on processing paperwork. Just because they weren't realtors for a long time doesn't mean they don't have a lot of life experience and training in other areas that are related to the experience of selling your home. So you need to find out what kind of experience do they have. They may not have sold a lot of homes, but they've been through a lot of transactions either as an assistant to someone or their parents were in the business or a brother or other sibling. You may have someone who has been in a satellite position. Maybe they worked for a contractor. Maybe they know about homes. Maybe it's something they just loved all their life. They love going to open houses. They love homes. They love the idea of real estate. You just don't know. You could have a lawyer who did nothing but real estate law decide he wanted to change a pace and goes out and becomes a phenomenal selling agent, you know, the listing agent, because they're going to know a lot of the ins and outs you wouldn't necessarily know. So what you need to do is just find out what's their experiencing level. I mean, how do they know and have the commitment, knowledge, and be a person who's willing to take whatever measures are necessary to give you the best service possible. And that could be they have read everything they can on taken all the courses, done all of the webinars and videos on things, and have been going out there and actually applying those new skills. That's important. Dedication to this, tr- the process of learning to become a great professional, that's an important part of the battle. Doing is most important, but learning how about that and learning the brass tacks of what's involved in real estate and then putting those learned items into action is very important. Now, what is their system for staying in touch with you? I always ask my clients, what is the preferred way that you contact or deal with me? Some people say, well, I need to meet you in person. I need to do it by phone. I only want to talk to you. Some say I'd rather do it by text or email or FaceTime or any of those other means that are necessary to communicate with you. Now, some people only want to deal with you in person. Sometimes it's older clients or clients who are less computer savvy or just prefer that means of communicating with you. Some people love to do it just by email or text. They don't want to be able to have it one-on-one. They don't have the time or the interest. They just want to do it that way. Some people like to have FaceTime, which is equally good. But what's important is you give the client the opportunity to decide what's important to you. And then you ask your agent, how can I communicate with you? Here's what I would prefer as the owner. What is the listing agent? What are you willing to do to communicate me with me in the most easy way possible? And you may find out a client initially says, well, I only want to meet you in person. And if you can convince them, well, I'm telling you what, I can do this by FaceTime and then we can do everything electronically, including your signature through DocuSign or dot loop or any of these other available programs out there software and you may find the client suddenly says this is so convenient i don't have to see you i don't have to take time out of my day other than to sit in front of a computer 
or on my phone and review the documents that way in real time with you if necessary. And you know what? It's what the client wants and what's best for the client. And I think that's an important question that a lot of times agents don't really know what to say. And the last thing I want to tell you about is, and this happens to me and it happens to a lot of people, ask for some references, but don't just ask for the references. Call the references, contact them and say, hey, look, I was thinking of using Kevin Clark to be my listing agent for my home. And I was wondering, what was your experience like using Mr. Clark? And you know what? Oh, he sucked. He was the worst guy ever. I wouldn't use him. Or he walked on water. He was fantastic. Did everything. I've never had such an easy experience. Or here's some things that we had some difficulty with, but we worked them out. He initially, you know, said X, Y, and Z. We said we preferred to do this way, and he accommodated us, and the transaction was still easy as pie. So here's what you do. Get three references at least. Call the references. Text, email, and if necessary, meet with those people. Sometimes you don't need to. I mean, it's not necessary. As long as you get feedback and know whether or not they gave proper, excellent, professional real estate services to those people who were listing their home with a particular agent. Many people get the references, but they never get around to it. They think, oh, well, if you gave me the reference, it's going to be good. You don't know what people are going to say. The bottom line is get the references and then go ahead and contact them and basically finalize whether you feel this is the right agent for you. So again, in a nutshell, Interview the agents. Get references from other people of who is a good agent. Did you, your mother, your father, uncle, aunt, friend, relative, anybody, find out who are the good agents in the area. Interview some, and until you find a good one, keep interviewing. When you find the right agent to list your home, ask them all those questions. Find out you know, what their experience level is. Are they full-time, part-time? If they're part-time, does their job interfere with them being able to communicate with you in case of a crisis? Many times they'll say no because the qualifying broker will step in. He'll be intimately involved in this and he'll make sure that if I'm for some reason out of position or can't contact you or follow up with you as quickly as we need to, either because an offer is coming in or I'm just out of position, this person, Kevin Clark, will be able to step up and assist me and backstop me. And that may be great. If that's the case, get an interview with that particular person who's going to help the qualifying broker whoever that person may be. And then what you've got to do is you've just got to start asking them all the other questions we talked about because I think it's very important. You know, how do they know about information and the area and their market savvy? You know, what is their marketing plan? How are they going to do it? And basically, do they have the advanced technology and information and the software and so forth to be able to market your home as widely as possible? and provide it with the largest exposure you can and get the results you want? Do they have a network of professionals that can give them the resources necessary to make sure that every aspect of the listing transaction from start to close is good? Their experience level, they should be honest with you. They've only done a few transactions or I've done a hundred transactions. Let me tell you, everywhere in between from the beginning to end, you will still be able to find a great agent that for your particular listing, will work. And an agent who puts in the most work has the most heart and makes the best effort to learn as much as he or she can is so important. And that will 
put them head and shoulders ahead of somebody who maybe is less motivated but has more experience with more transactions. You know, what is their means by which they stay in touch? What's their preferred method? How does that fit with your preferred method? And how can you make the two work together? I mean, you know, you also talk about, you know, some people would ask, what is their listening to close ratio? You know what? Some people have a ton of listings. They don't close a lot of them necessarily because basically some of those are land deals that take longer. Other people have less transactions. They maybe only had two or three or four in the past year and their ratios can be skewed that way. But ask them, well, how many listings have you had in the last couple of years? Well, how many of those did you close? What happened with the ones you didn't close? What was the reasoning behind that? And they should be upfront with you and tell you. It's not, you know, the kiss of death that they didn't close every transaction. In fact, not every agent does. You do your best, but there are dynamics that sometimes go beyond your skills and your wish for yourself and even for your clients who have the home to close it that just interfere and it just doesn't happen. And then you want to make sure, do they have references you can refer to, which is always helpful. And even if they don't have a lot of transaction re- transactions or references that way, you can talk to other people about their character, professionalism, their work ethic, you know, the time they're willing to put in. And that translates across all, all careers, whether or not this is related to real estate or not, especially if they're a younger agent. So that's all I've got for you today. I think it's important to, again, we always say do your due diligence, find a really good realtor agent, do the work and find out how you can help them help you find a right buyer for the property, meaning how can we put the home on the best posture possible, pricing, the condition of the home, and the availability for showings, on and on and on. Whatever you can do to help the agent, that agent is going to appreciate it. That's going to magnify the ability to be able to get the home sold at the highest price in the quickest amount of time for the best terms and conditions. That's what I think is important. Good relationships built on honesty and trust and being upfront about things and having someone who's in your corner and is willing to bend over backwards and put in the hours and time necessary to sell your property like we discussed. I want you guys to know that if you ever have any questions, you can always call me at 251-599-6375. And if you're ever down here, give me a call. We can have a cup of coffee or a sweet tea and we can talk about real estate or just talk about the beautiful areas down here that we can live, you can live and the really wonderful people you'll find as well. Thank you again. And I forget that Darwin. So I think it's a search Baldwin County AL.com. My partner always tells me that I always forget. I hope that's correct. If it's not, go ahead. You can ring me out and tell me, Hey, you gave us the wrong website. What's that website again? You know, I think that it is so important. If you want to go to the website for the uh, firm, it's, you know, valpointrealestate.com. I think that, you know, it's important to find the right agents, get the best relationship. As with anything in life, you're going to have some challenges. But if you do the hard work up front and you find the best fit for you, you're going to have an easy time at it and you're going to do very well. That's all I've got for you. I hope you're all doing fantastic. 
2023, I believe, is going to be a fantastic year. And I look forward to talking to you in the future. I'll have another podcast for you about decoding real estate in Baldwin County, Alabama. And I'll have it for you soon. Thank you again for listening. And I appreciate every single one of you. Have a great day. Bye-bye.